With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, 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 out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And today is, you know, I say we got some special people on some time, and we do. We got some great guests. Guys, come on. Always showing love, sharing these great stories. Uh, for me, is someone who we're probably more closer to a uh, family member than anything else. Uh, my Maryland Terrapin brother, uh, WWE, or let's say former WWE superstar, because he you know, just uh, released and parted ways. But WWE superstar, Mojo Rally. Um, one of the most exciting, most charismatic, most energy, always keeping it hype, guys that um, I've ever came across. No Mojo and his family for years. Um, he was just released by the WWE some time ago, so we'll get into that. We'll talk a little bit about his uh, his next moves for one and also his past NFL career and how he uh, can make that correlation. Of, is it the same or not? So got a good convo coming up with my boy here, Mojo Rally. What's up, brother? How you feeling, man? My man, Big Sean. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's good? I see you with that lights out to you, man. Hey, come on, man. This is my favorite one right here. I rock this thing very frequently. It's my go-to. I know you sent me a lot of stuff, which I also wear, but this was my favorite one. So you know we had to bring it on the, the cast. Dude, I, I, I've probably seen you with that shirt on in five different countries, at least. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look. accurate. <laughs> I was like, look at my man overseas rocking, man, showing love. This sure brings me luck, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to ask for that luck is, but uh, yeah, but how, how you feeling, man? Bunch, bunch of changes. You just had, you guys had some stuff coming up, bunch of changes that you're going through right now, right, with the release and everything. How you feeling about that? Bro, I feel great, man. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting to be feeling this good this fast. You know, like I just got released – I don't even what is it July 7th or like a month a month ago or something like and and I'm filling up quick man I'm more busy now than I feel like I ever been and you know just a lot of good things coming up you know I'm in the new G.I. Joe movie Snake Eyes which I'm stoked about that's right and that comes out July 23rd so that'll be big um yeah and just you know I started a business with some buddies you know representing former WWE wrestlers uh, getting the marketing gigs and appearances, everything, the Paragon Talent Group. And, uh, dude, the best part about being free now is the freedom. You know, I can do everything. I can do anything. I don't have to ask permission anymore to uh, post on my Instagram or do anything, bro. And I'm just loving it. Dude, honestly, out of all the years that I've known you, and we go back and I'll, we'll talk about the Maryland time and everything else. But out of all the years I've known you, I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Ever. I'm de- I mean, even even times where I, I'm like, dude, he got to be pissed off about that. Like, nope, not 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 one time and not not one single time I've ever seen you in a bad mood. There, you know, you used to have to work hard to keep it that way. And then eventually it just becomes a state of mind and, you know, roll with the punches, as you know. And, you know, sometimes suck, things suck and get out of your control. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to complain and cry about it, complain online and just, you know, smile and move it, keep it moving and find the next gig. You know what's you know what's crazy about that because I, and I tell anybody this and I don't care if you're with WWE entertainment if you're with NBA NFL doesn't matter at some point in time you're going to get cut released traded 
And so did you at any point, because obviously you played, you had a short stint in, in, in the NFL. So that was your first time like, okay, you know what? I, I'm, I'm being released, cut, or I didn't make the squad or something. Did that prepare you at all for like something like this to happen? Or you just like, okay, that's, oh. that's one part. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, going into Green Bay as an undrafted rookie, you know you're fighting an uphill battle. And for me, like it was the first year they were switching to a um, a three four from a four three, so they had way too many D linemen as it is. So you know, I knew no matter how well I played, you know, it wasn't going to be anything personal against me. It's just you know they already they already got their guys. They had a first round pick at my position anyway, so. You know, you just enjoy the experience. You work as hard as possible so you get no regrets later. And then, you know, I go to Arizona and I had a calf injury, which kind of ended that run. So kind of two different ways of, of exiting a team. Um, but, you know, that kind of like rejection and, you know, even being a college walk-on and stuff, like all that kind of stuff just, just prepares you for these moments. You know, it's not, you know, it's not your first rodeo. This isn't the end of your existence. You know, if you would have told me when I got when I got cut in Arizona for that injury that I was going to go off and have almost 10 years in the WWE, like I wouldn't have been upset one bit. Like that's a pretty good transition right, right. there. So I was kind of looking at this the same way, man. Like these, these things happen. Like you said, it's going to happen to everybody. And when your name gets called and it's your turn, just uh, keep rocking and, you know, prepare yourself. You know, when you see that the writing's on the wall. Be realistic with yourself. Know that this could possibly happen and start to put plan B in place. What's, what's better, the locker room in the NFL or the locker room in the WWE? Because I, I noticed something, man. My time that I was around a lot of the talent, around a lot of the announcers and, and people that work there, I, I think the WWE locker room is tougher. I mean, in, in my opinion, right, as far yeah. as like, you might have your older vets, right? So when you walked in the locker room with Green Bay and everything, like you might have your older vets and you're like, okay, you get the hazing and all that stuff. That's part of it. But I felt like there was a there was a lot more tension and maybe personalities. Or what, I, can't, I, don't, I can't really put a finger on it, but it, it was a different feel being in a locker room with, in the WWE. Oh, 100%. That, I'm definitely with you on that. I mean, you know how it is in football, man. Everyone's kind of kind of boys even if you're like competing with a guy um and you want his job or he wants yours you kind of understand it's part of the game it's not as dirty you don't take it as personal you know um you know it's a little bit more of a brotherhood i mean wwe you have that too um and of course all it takes is one one bad dude in the in the locker room to kind of ruin it for everybody but there's just a lot of like unspoken rules like traditions that um you know they might the vets might not check you on or alert you to, but you know, you'll get buried for that stuff. Like for example, like every time you walk in a locker room, you're supposed to shake everybody's hand in the locker room, say hello, greet everybody individually, you know, for like football players, man, we see each other every day the same way. So it's like, man, that's annoying. You don't dude, you don't have to shake my hand 50,000 times. Like, I don't want to shake 40 hands before this practice starts, man. Like, all right, man, I'll see you over there. But wrestling, you know, it can be like that, too, but sometimes you just never know. Dudes dudes might take that that mad personal, and there's just – there's a little bit more of a learning curve and, you know, growing pains uh, coming in, and um, it, it just can get – it can get trickier, man. I'm not going to say it's necessarily better or worse, but there, it's a lot more complex, I'll say. Yeah, no, it's definitely – I'm going to use the word, hell, man, less friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like you said, man, it's just less friendly when you get in there. And I don't know if everybody's like kind of getting ready for the show, they, you know, getting ready for going character, whatever it is. But to me, I was like, man, this is I'm going to walk around and say, what's up? You know, if I see you, how you doing? Whatever. And I'll keep moving, keep, you know, kind of keep it moving. And I, I didn't get a lot of that over there when when I my time's working there, but it was definitely an experience. So you talk, you said you got the uh, you got the movie coming up. Yes, sir, July twenty third. I know I seen the, I seen a small clip of you showed me some time ago, but when does that drop? July twenty twenty third. Yes, sir. So we filmed that at the end of uh, twenty nineteen, I think. And um, dude, it was just it was dope, bro. I was so excited. You know, I literally just got a call out of left field and got asked if I wanted to to be in the movie. It kind of came as a complete shock to me so for me i was like hell yeah i want to be in the next gi joe movie are you kidding me huge fan as a kid and you know we just went out there and we we did our filming it went great it was so fun everyone the director the producers all the actors that you know i got to work with were all just great people very friendly uh you know curious you know coming in as a former football player and a wrestler at the time you know how it is when you walk into a locker room. Sometimes guys might look at you like, yo, this guy's gunning for my job. Screw him. You know, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Didn't get that vibe at all. It wasn't like any rookie hazing or anything. I think they just looked at me as here's a guy that, you know, comes from a different industry who's put in his time there. But, you know, he can add value to this movie maybe. And, you know, they, everyone was just all aces, bro. It was a great time, man. I'm just stoked it's finally announced I'm in so I can talk about it. And I, I think it's going to be dope. I mean, this movie was really exciting and the trailers look incredible. Uh, Henry Golden, the lead, was just top notch to work with. Bro, I literally felt like this dude was coming in, you know, after a football or wrestling career. Like, he's a great athlete. And I kind of wasn't expecting that, you know, for someone that's, you know, been in Hollywood, you know. Um, you, you can't really expect all those guys to be great athletes, but he was, man. He he was awesome to work with. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So many guys are making that transition from wrestling to the big screen, right? So you had, you know, Hulk Hogan, obviously, a long time ago, but... You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin lately, you know, Dave Bautista, um, God, obviously, you know, and, I, and The Rock, right? Do you start looking at a lot of these guys and say, you know what, they they did it, I can do it too? Or it's like, you know what, I'm, I'm making my own way in this thing. You know, I, I think um, a little bit of both, man. You know, like, it shows you it can be done, so that's always good. I think that's even more important for the rest of the world to see that, Hey, these wrestlers, you know, it's a very different business, but there's a lot of similarities and a lot of crossover here. And these these guys can come in and be successful. Um, I think that's that's more important for the for the world to see than even like some of us to know, know it's possible because, you know, if you're worth your salt and you're an athlete and a professional, you're going to at least believe in yourself a bit to an extent. I mean, you're not going to be successful if you have no self-confidence. But yeah, man, I, I also want to come in and I want to do my own thing. I think. Um, 
my skill set and what I'm good at is a lot different than, than some of those guys. Um, you know, of course there might be some crossover, but you know, the, the, you've heard the rock say it, there's only one, the rock, you know, the same thing from Mojo. I know there's only one Mojo, one guy out there that has the combination of, of my assets and it's just finding a way to, to research that business, to study it, to become a student and um, take, take what I'm good at, hang my hat on it and find a way to transition in. So I'm definitely looking forward to more for sure. No, look, I, I know you got plenty of stuff lined up because I, I know you, I know you long enough to say, you know what? He, he's, he, if the writing was on the wall already, I know you had to start to sniff around and look, you know, I know them opportunities were there, man. So I know you got the movies and, and businesses and everything, you know, going right now. Is it a possibility you could be stepping back in the ring? Uh, honestly, I, w- I, w- I hope so. I want to. I definitely think that'll happen. Because that's, I mean, that's your, that's, I mean, you built what you've done You over these 10 years. You built a name for yourself and you built a a fan base a audience. It, it'll almost be crazy not for you to at least test the waters, right? I mean. Oh, 100%. But at this point, like being fresh out. You know, I want to kind of diversify, expand myself, like try these new businesses and these new industries that I haven't been able to do while I was under contract before, you know, with nine years, we we can't really do anything outside of uh, outside of the company. So at this point in the short term, I want to heal up. I want to get my body feeling 100 so I can get back in the game and and make the biggest splash. But, yeah, 100 percent. My I, I don't think my wrestling career. I, I don't want my wrestling career to be done. I definitely plan on on returning at some point. Uh, I just want to make sure that when I do, it's with the biggest impact um, and I can I can do the most, you know, like doing all these other things is only going to get my name out there more, kind of increase my star power. So when I come back, you know, it can be in hopefully a more a more favorable position. I've built my equity up more so I can get a little bit more of a rub, a little bit more of an opportunity than I had before. What what you gonna miss about it though, man? Because obviously it's politics and all this shit, right? It's you know when you play in the NFL, you you can ask anybody. You are gonna miss the locker room, right? You are gonna miss being around the guys. But what, what's like some of the things or some of the people or stories like you are gonna miss kind of being around? The thing I'm oh it, this is a no brainer for me, bro. The international tours were just the best, man. So it was like two and a half, three weeks of travel every single day you're doing a show every single day in a different country or a different city you'll go in the middle east for two three days and then you trek over to you know maybe the united kingdom and then you're hitting europe and you might finish in asia like you're you're all over the place and it's a lot of travel but man it turns into one big non-stop party the whole time because you know that's the only time of the year where we don't have to get rental cars ourselves you know, that we're paying for to transport us from show to show where we're, we're doing the actual drive. And that's, it's like, all right, we're on this, this charter plane or, or the charter bus and they're driving us around. Half these shows are, you know, the streets, the, the traffic moves in the opposite direction. So that would be a disaster if we tried to drive, but uh, you're just pretty much, you're usually wrestling the same, same guy or the same couple matches the whole tour. So you can get a good chemistry and a good feel with somebody and, and really go out there and kill it and have a good match. And you're you're wrestling similar matches in front of different crowds every single night. So you're getting to see how they react. And then during the day or even afterwards, you're either going out and partying in Spain or, you know, you're going out and you're touring Rome and seeing the Coliseum before the match. And then you then you go to the show, wrestle in front of 
a Rome crowd and then you go party in Rome. <laughs> but that being around the boys, that locker room feel on the road, traveling a bunch and just doing what like literally everything that I love every single day for three weeks straight. I mean, that was that was it. My first tour was the best time of my life. Yeah, and I've heard some of those stories. We talked about it. It's been some incredible ones. All right, so so la- so last thing, what is our dirty turfs Maryland Terrapins going to do this year, man? What what we what do we got going on, man? Like, it, there's a lot of excitement with obviously Mike Loxley and those you know the, uh, Mike Loxley, head coach of the uh, University of Maryland Terrapins. Well, we both, me and Mojo, we're we're uh, homegrown over there. Um, there's a lot of hype going on right now with recruitment and just what they're building on over there. What What are you feeling that's going to happen this year, man? I, I, I know on my end what I feel, but what are you feeling over there? Oh, bro, we're about to have a breakout year, man. I mean, you know, it's a tough situation when you're coming in as a new coach for Locks to come in and the, the guys that he's taken out on Saturdays, they're not the guys that he handpicked. It wasn't the team he put together. I mean, those guys will become like sons to him, of course, but you know, now that he's been able to be there for a little bit and spend some time with his troops and now they're his and he can put his stamp on them and he's killing it in the recruiting game, which we all knew was coming the second. A hundred percent. The second they announced that he was going to be the coach. That's like the first place, you know, my mind went. it was like, yo, finally, all this homegrown talent is going to finally start to stay, you know, at Maryland, you know, because the DMV is one of the most talented areas in the country. And it drives me nuts when our five-star guys bounce out to other other schools when you've got just this, this massive school that has something for everybody that's in the nation's capital with that media outlet there and those all that opportunity and, of course, the best jerseys in all of sports. 100%. I got my little uh, Terps wall over there. Man, back. come on. There we go. <laughs> But, yeah, dude, I'm stoked, man. I think Loxley was the man for the job, and uh, it's time to get rocking, man. They've already put up some big wins against big teams while he's been there, and now that he's got some time with them, now it'll, you know we can be more consistent with that and showing everybody what we got. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I I say this all the time, and people argue with my ass. I say, look, if everybody from the DMV area stayed home and went to Maryland, we can compete with anybody in the country, Texas, Georgia, Florida, California. It doesn't matter. We have just as many athletes, if not more than everyone else. Yep. Now, we might miss out on some of the five star offensive linemen or you know, one, one, you know, one of those positions. But I said pound for pound, player for pay, player, skill for skill. If every student athlete in a D.C., Maryland, Virginia stayed home and went to Maryland, we'll be number one. Oh, no doubt in my mind. I mean, they put out the top high school, you know, athletes, the number one, you know, what Gatorade player of the year, whatever it is in the DMV. That guy's always in the DMV, you know, Uh, there's just so much talent, bro. And I'm right there with you. And for me, like, I'm actually not from, you know, as you know, I'm not from Maryland originally. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, which is um, 
you know, the border of, you know, Nova, right. the border of the DMV. But like, I never wanted to go to Virginia Tech or UVA, even though those were technically the, the in-state schools. Like I paid double in the beginning as a walk-on to go to Maryland because it was less than a half hour from my house. And that was always the hometown school for me. Like, you know, forget what the state says. This is the region, the DMV. I claim the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, not the rest of Virginia. That's a whole different state to me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you, man. Just keeping them hometown boys home. And uh, there, there's nobody that could touch us if that was the case. Absolutely. My dude, my brother, Hey. I appreciate you for coming on, man, as always. Uh, tell your pops, man. I love your pops. One, oh, dude, he's been upstairs waiting for this all day. Uh, was he? Oh, my God. But I had the, uh, the funniest thing. I was standing up, standing at Mojo's crib, and I was just sitting there kicking, and he got this love seat. I don't, I don't know what you call that in your living room. Love cushion, love the seat. love sack. Love sack. There you go. I fell asleep <laughs> on the damn love sack. That thing is um, – I sat down for two seconds, and that was the last thing I remember. Uh, so anyway, man, I appreciate you as always. Tell your pops I said what's up, and I'll uh, I'll be down there soon. Oh, bro, you know we're always holding it down for lights out, and you know too that every time before I hit that big uh, forearm knockout shot, in my you know my WWE matches, which was my finisher, right before I hit it, it was always lights out. So lights, lights out, man, dude, you the best, bro. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. I'll uh, I'll hit you up when we get off. You got it, brother. Thanks, guys, for listening to another Lights Out podcast. Me, Sean Merriman. Um, and cool, we got some good stories. Some of those stories we left off. We got some really good ones. Uh, we had we had some good times. So I appreciate Mojo for uh, coming on. And thank you guys for listening always. Um, and we got a couple more guests, man, probably coming up within the next week or so. And uh, going to keep bringing some heat. So thank you, guys. Keep leaving those great reviews. Keep leaving um you know those comments man i love it and those reposts always help on social media because more people get a chance to see so we'll be back next week again thank you guys